Today's episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked provides men with at-home male hormone tests that can identify the causes of imbalance that lead to a number of serious health issues, such as low energy, erectile dysfunction, low sex drive or libido, infertility, anxiety and depression, and issues preventing you from building muscle. Let's Get Checked was founded with the mission to help people live longer, happier lives by putting them at the center of their own health care. So skip the long lines of the doctor, the endless forms to fill out while you're there, and the not-so-confidential nature of an in-person visit. Customers collect samples in the comfort and privacy of their own home. Then send your sample in, and within a week, you'll be able to receive your results easily and conveniently via the online dashboard. And while you're there, you'll be able to get guidance and support from their professional medical team who will help you turn your prognosis into solutions for better health. Best of all, our listeners get an exclusive discount. Use the code FRANK20 at checkout to receive a 20% discount on your order. So don't delay. Visit www.letsgetchecked.com today and start your journey towards a healthier, happier you. If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I am Beth. And I'm Brian. And yeah, we are talking about all of your sex and relationship topics in this world. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the the weird, yeah. The new world, the new normal world that we are living in. Yeah. Still the apocalypse. It's still going. Yeah. I love how in North Carolina on Friday night, they were like, we're going to start phase one of renormaling. And then it's like, oh, well, what does phase one entail? Literally, absolutely nothing changes. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, same, yeah, same in Kansas City. Um, so annoying. On the, on the 18th, we're supposed to get like our bars and restaurants back, but only at 30% capacity. Yeah, like so Tennessee and South Carolina both are really close to me and mm. both have restaurants back, but at small capacity. But I don't know. I think I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to take my chances. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I'm not going to go wait in line for two hours um, to go get some shitty bar food. Although the watering you know? the watering hole did open up for carryout again, which is very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I would I would wait in line for the watering hole. Not an hour, but. Right, yeah. I mean, but just for takeout. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the watering hole is the local <laughs> bar around the corner from my house. Ooh, it is a local bar. It is so amazing. <laughs> I thought I thought I loved dives until I went to the watering hole, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, now I really love dives. I really love it. Yeah, it's like the best yeah. bar ever. So shout that out is to- the the diviest dive. It is of it, dives. It truly is. It's so great though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe I'll get some food from them later. Who knows? Um, yeah, but to recap our last episode, we talked about the laws of attraction. That was a fun one. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like, actually, yeah, that was like one of my favorite episodes, actually. Yeah, and you know, to get into the, the weird subconscious physical ways that we're attracted to people. Yeah, Outside of their their physical attraction. Right, like both your mind and your body, kind of like what it does 
without you knowing. Right. Yeah. It was pretty cool. So Super good. Yeah. So if you've ever had that like feeling of like, I don't, I just really am interested in this person. I don't understand why. It tells yeah. you a lot of the really interesting reasons why. So, yeah. But if you liked that episode and any of the other episode, you could do us a super solid and leave us a good review. Oh, a huge solid. Honestly. Um, so on Apple Podcasts or Facebook or anywhere you can leave us a review, it super duper helps us out. It helps other people to yeah. hear the show. So it is the best thing that you can do, and it's totally free. Yeah. Please, please give us a good review. But, we need them. Yeah, we <laughs> definitely need them. But if you are um, balling out of control on unemployment like Brian is right now, <laughs> you could become a Patreon sponsor. Yeah. yeah. We just updated it. We've got the, we got the swag on there. Oh, yeah. You so want a custom-made Brian Pruitt original T-shirt? Oh, we got shirts. Oh, we have shirts. <laughs> oh, we got shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, for as little as $3 on the Patreon, you can get you can... yourself a... Yeah. Beer crack. Beer mm. crack in your honor. Yeah, we'll cheers you. We'll say your name. It can only be your first name. It doesn't, you know... It, whatever you want. Personal. Yeah. If you want it to be personal, if you want it to not, if you want us to say where you're from, yeah. If you want us to call out your shitty ex boyfriend or something, we'll do it. Three dollars. That's oh, it. We'll fucking do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or if you want us to call out some shitty other comic, like Richard Kaysen, <laughs> who is the worst person on earth. Yeah, if we could do like a call to action, um, I'll let you spell his name. But if you could just go and leave a review for this guy that he's a fucking hack, he and is a, a piece of shit. Yes, the worst. Go for it. Yeah, Richard Kaysen, C A S O N is um, arguably one of the most racist, non-corona-believing, idiot, sexist motherfuckers of all time. Um, so yeah, if you want to go to his Facebook page and leave him a really crappy review, it would also breathe life into my weary soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Or you can just shoot us an email. Tell us how you feel about Richard Kaysen. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can just tell us how you feel about the show if you have any questions or comments our 100th episode is coming up so we're going to do yeah. listener emails part 2 so if you have a question or a situation you need advice on uh, definitely email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com please the, do Yeah, let, that's the letters frank november bravo podcast at gmail.com we're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're lonely. We're lonely. Call us now. <laughs> well, just email us. Email now. us, yeah. It's a little <laughs> slower, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, Brian, are you ready for our new motherfucking segment? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. We liked our other new segment so much, we decided to give you another new segment. Yeah, this is cool. I've seen this before. I'm it all is. about it. It is. It is. The fuck yeah news story of the week. <laughs> yeah. Because there's been some yeah. really interesting shit in the news lately. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, if you're not getting out of the house much, as neither of us are, you probably don't know what's going on out there in the world. So we feel like we could bring you an uplifting story from the news. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brian, what do we have this week? So this week is the drive through Strip Club, which uh, I, I want to say it's in Oregon. Is that correct? It is. drive through yeah. Strip Club serves up sexy and safe solution for coronavirus blues. And yeah. on top of this, like, I, I, I don't want to give up any of my, like, kinks or fetishes, but, like, they got, like, the X nipple tape and, like, the gas masks. It's kind of <laughs> hot. I don't know. <laughs> if you're into it's apocalypse like... chic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this is the Lucky Devil Lounge in Oregon has come up with yet another innovative, fun, and sexy idea to keep income and customers coming during the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. You see what they did there coming? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And this is from our friends at the Huff Post, just to give that shout out. Um, But Sean Bolden shouldn't be all that busy these days. He owns two strip clubs in Portland, Oregon, both of which were deemed non-essential in March, along with many other businesses in the state, and were ordered to close during the spread of COVID-19. Boo hiss. Mm. Okay. Who says strip clubs are non-essential? It's hogwash. It's total garbage. (laughs) Right. But when HuffPost spoke to him late last week, He was working overtime to juggle media requests and prepare for another weekend of drive-through food to (laughs) go-go. I love it. I know. It's so genius. I love a good punny fucking joke like that. A (laughs) go-go. Yeah. A drive-through version of his club, the Lucky Devil Lounge, that he recently launched to lines around the block. Mm. Probably around the state, if you're being honest with yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So Bolden, his clubs, and its employees first made headlines, including on this website, in March when, as a way to stay open and continue to bring in income during the government-mandated shelter-in-place order, dancers from the clubs began working as delivery people with security guards as drivers. Many orders and one cease-and-desist letter from Uber later, <laughs> Boober Eats was the service's original name. <laughs> god damn it they're so good at puns okay uh they've now come up with an even more revved up tactic to keep business booming i mean necessity is the mother of invention isn't it yeah well the um what is the saying the um the son of invention is necessity no the necessity is the mother of invention Yes, correct. That is the correct way of saying it. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) since food delivery started, we've had a lot of local businesses showing us support and wanting to collaborate, Bolden said. A local event company that sets up stages, tents, things like that, called us up and were like, we're out of business and we're not doing anything. They, Hmm. They offered to build us a huge tent, two stages, a DJ booth, a couple of stripper poles with lights, lasers, fog machines, and we're like, we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how the new drive through works. You pay $30 to enter and can order any food item off the menu. Once inside the tent, 
you're treated to a full show from a group of masked, of course, dancers. They do a song or two for each car, and then they send you on your way with your food. There are tip buckets set up inside, and the dancers even have devices normally used to collect trash that allow them to collect tips from a distance. Genius. 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 The drive-thru has proven even more lucrative than the original food delivery program. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Though they're still providing that service, too. Yeah, fuck you, Uber. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We had a nonstop line of cars wrapped around our parking lot Saturday night, Bolton said, adding that the new attraction is drawing visitors from beyond just the Portland area. We had a carload of girls from Seattle, two and a half hours away, do a road trip down to Portland to our drive-thru just to get some food and see this going on, Bolton said. It's crazy. No, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. I mean, it sounds hilarious. Like, I would do... I've been dying for any reason to get out of the house. You're goddamn right I would go to this. I mean... You're getting food. You're getting a show. Hello. Why? No. Of course you would. All that you get at McDonald's is, like, regret. Yeah. (laughs) And some shitty fucking server. Yeah. And probably a wrong order. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For the employees, food to go-go is more than just a way to keep money coming in. It's a way to get back some sense of normalcy and creativity as Brody, who celebrated her birthday on stage last week, explained to have post. It feels amazing. It's still not enough, but it feels so good to move, she said. I woke up the next day and was actually sore. It had been so long since I last danced. I just need this right now. Um. Yeah. That is a great story. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you hear all of these stories about servers and bartenders who are out of work. Well, what about the exotic dancers? Hello, yeah. Yeah. They got kids to feed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, fuck yeah, news. Fuck yeah, news. That was so great. I like it. I mean, I'm uplifted. I don't know about you. Um, Something's lifted. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> mm. All right, so Brian. So gas mask. What is it's our so topic sc- for today? Hey, let's talk about sex on the first date. Oh man. This is a good one. I'm 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 glad that this came up. Yeah, well it actually came up the last episode because you were talking about it and you said we should do a whole episode on that. Yeah. So I said, Brian, let's do it next week. Let's do it. Here we are. Fast yeah. forward one week. Here we are. Right. So Brian, what are your personal views on sex on Ooh. the first date? I'm a fan of it. Um, I think I've said it on the podcast multiple times. The best way to get a second date is to have sex on the first date. Um, I, I think if you're able to let go of the social stigmas of having sex on a first date and just kind of live in the moment and let things happen naturally, sex on the first date is not a bad thing. You're both adults. You're both consenting. Why wouldn't you have sex on a first date? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I mean, the way that I feel about it is, yeah, definitely, like, do whatever you want. You know, if you Mm -hmm. want to have sex on the first date, do. If you don't, then don't. You know, And 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 that's fair. Yeah, we'll get into a lot of this, but, like, you know, obviously, 
I've had experiences where, you know, I've had sex with someone on the first date and they never call you again. But, sure. you know, do I necessarily think that's the reason they never called me again? No, you know. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of from the school of thought where I think if you have sex with someone on the first date, that's totally fine. And you are so, like, welcome as a, it is your right as an American citizen <laughs> to, Absolutely, to have sex yeah. with someone on the first date if you want to. But I think that if you're looking for something a little deeper, that might be something that you might want to reserve. But we'll get that's, into more of that. Well, and that's a good point as well. And, you know, if the woman or gentleman that you're with um, agrees that maybe that's a little too soon, then maybe that's a, that's a good sign. For sure. Yeah. I do want to point out that <laughs> Brian, there you have a go. correction corner. I have a huge correction corner. So um, Beth was sick for how many weeks in a row? No, it was one week. <laughs> oh. It was but like episode we did like, three or four. It was episode okay, four. Okay, yeah. But it was uh, first dates with Missy. Um, and we had decided that sex on a first date was a no-no. And I would love to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like listening my... to it. And I was like, Brian, you're so goddamn full of shit. That is like, yeah. right? You know, and 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 two, I think it's kind of situational on whether you have sex on the first date. But I, I think for the most part, if you're feeling it, go for it. You know? Yeah. So never mind um, that whole episode. No. Should you? Yeah. <laughs> should you go into a first date expecting sex? No, never. No, definitely not. Definitely not. In fact, we'll go over the case against having sex on the first date in this whole first uh, section here. I like how you said it first, like it, how you said it last time, how um, the prosecution goes first. Yeah, you want to... And yeah. then the defense. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, the prosecution. <laughs> we are the, um, yeah, the DA here. Right. <laughs> first and foremost, it's that Jesus is always watching. Jesus is, is Jesus sees everything that you do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. But there are religious um, restraints on that, and yeah. that might play a factor into some people's decision to have a sex on the first date. Maybe some people do believe that Jesus is watching. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, also, the old adage. Um, putting on the first date makes you easy. Mm. Mm. I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. Um, I feel like, you know, if if you're both consenting, and maybe this was true when you were in your 20s, your early 20s, and you kind of gave a shit about what your friends felt. Or I think with like, when you were in your 20s, it would be more like, it wasn't necessarily going out on a date. Like, you mm -hmm. might be out at the club, and then you took some dude home and slept with him. Right. And that would be more like, okay, maybe that made you a little easy. But, like, now that we're in our 30s, we're more sure. adults, we're talking dates. When when you're talking a date, it's a little more serious, I think. Yeah. No, I can agree. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it yeah. makes you easy, you know? I don't think so either. Especially right now, in the world of corona virus where it's like we're almost forced to get to know someone a lot more before we ever actually get an opportunity to hang out with them right because the options are what 
going. Options were like a public park or someone's house. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm not trying to just invite some weird random stranger over to my house. Right. Yeah, I, I've never like. I don't know. Easy. I. I, I think that that's kind of a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Let's say yeah. Easy you know, is uh, right. Things. Well, okay. Without going into like a pun. <laughs> <laughs> When things are hard, it's not good, you know, like diff- hard means difficult. Right. You know. Easy yeah, is and like when things are free and easy, it's good. Yeah. And and you know, easy I would see now as like a woman who knows what she wants and knows what she's after and knows when she's comfortable. You know what I mean? Like For sure, yeah. Yeah. It's those women that you make fun of on your Tinder profile of the week that is like, oh, yeah, I'm not easy. I'm not going to sleep with you on the first date. Like, right. Yeah. How about you just see cool. what happens? Yeah. Feel Season. it out. Like, but it's also that that's the type of woman who says, I don't have sex on the first date, but then has sex on the first date and then expects a relationship. Yeah, for sure. Ah, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, so you also, again, might be afraid that they will never call you again because you had sex on the first date, right? Like, yeah. oh, he got what he wanted or whatever. And I hate that because it's no. like you got what you wanted as well. Right, because this was consensual and so uh-huh. you can't blame a guy or right. a girl or a girl. No, you can't. Uh, for just like never calling you again afterwards because, yeah. I mean, but they might not and you have to accept that. So that might well, be the case against having sex on the first date. Is you know what? There is a chance they might never call you again. And if that is something that means a lot to you in terms of having sex, then maybe you don't have sex on the first date, right? Sure. But I feel like, you know, it might kind of be a double-edged sword to where if you have sex on him or have sex with him on, on the first him? date, <laughs> on him, if you have sex on him, he's definitely not calling you back. <laughs> Um, if you have sex he with him dead. on the first date, right? <laughs> if you have sex with him on the first date, he might not call you back. But if you don't have sex with him on the first date, he might not call you back. Exactly. Oof. It's no so guarantee, it's kind of, yeah. Right. And it's and it's what you're after. All situational. Yeah. Uh, next one we have is the three date rule. Oh, you hate this. I do hate this because when we talked about it in another episode, whenever you put a number on something, you take away the spontaneity of everything. Right. The organic that, nature of like yes. a sexual encounter. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, it's, it, and, and also with online dating and the amount of talking that we do with somebody before we meet them in person. Especially I could right see, now during the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, especially. I could see a two-date rule being totally fine. No, even I don't for like the, the rules who... at all in general. It's for me, well, no, it's I like, agree. I don't like, if you tell me to do something, I'm going to do the opposite. Right. That's the way I've lived 39 years on this earth, okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> right. But, yeah, I could, I, I would almost think that there was something wrong if sex didn't happen on date number two with the amount of communication that we have available to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Especially if you actually get a date date, you know, not just like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you, 
one of the reasons you may not want to do it, or the, you know, the case against it, you may mm-hmm. subconsciously think that it will make them like you more if you do. Mm. So you're like, oh, well, maybe if I put out, then he will call me back or he will want to like be around me more. But you know when that depends. I mean. Yeah. I mean, the truth is having sex with someone on the first date will not have any effect on whether or not they will want to pursue a romantic relationship. Nope. None. Yeah. None. And we'll get there. But so don't do it on the first date just because you think it will make them like you more. Right. And don't expect anything because you did it on the first date. Don't expect anything because you did it on the fourth date. You should never have sex in general because you think someone else wants you to. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a pretty good rule of thumb, you know? Or you think it's going to, or you think you're going to get a relationship out of it. Right. Some men can be very, some women too, can be very um, persistent and patient. And when they get what they want, then it's kind of like, now you're my boyfriend. Ugh. Ugh. No. Yeah, no. You're my boyfriend when no. I tell you you're my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. (laughs) Let's see. You may also feel pressure from your date to have sex, even if you're not ready. Don't do it. Don't don't pressure anybody. That's shitty. Right. Don't succumb to the pressure. Uh, It will only lead to resentment, regret, and possibly affect your own self-esteem. Right. Like, okay, for sure, like, Again, this is kind of like piggybacking off the one previously. Like, if you aren't having sex because you want to have sex at that moment, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the right thing to do. Right. You know, and that's I mean? fine. It's yeah. And if a guy's like, it, if a guy is like, if you're on a date with someone and you think it's going well, and then if he starts being pushy about it, like, don't do it just because it's been going well. Like, if you right. aren't ready to have sex with them, don't like. Just because he bought you a steak and margaritas doesn't mean you have to sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> you owe him nothing. Right. For sure. Yeah. Or mm. just because it's like, oh, like, because he wants it or something. No. like No. You will only regret it later if you had sex because you thought someone else wanted it. Or you felt. Agreed. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 100% agreed. And then similarly. <laughs> similarly. <laughs> like Brian said last Similarly. <laughs> you may say yes because you had mm-hmm. too much of that margarita and steak. Yeah. <laughs> so you may say yes because you had too much to drink on the date and regret it the next morning when sobriety hits. So if you are maybe a little tipsy and you're unsure about having sex with someone, you should hold off until you are clear-minded. Yes. For sure. Yes. And, you know, everybody kind of like, oh, males are just a bunch of dogs and this, and they're going to tell you what they want so that they can get what they want. But, like, it, the next morning when sobriety hits, I've had this happen to where it's like, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, ooh, that was saying, way too early. Weren't you saying something? What was the thing you were saying about the army earlier? Oh, yeah. So the um, the army actually has a policy that – Someone who is intoxicated cannot consent. Mm. So having sex with a girl, even though she says yes and she says, you know, please, if she's drunk, that is not consent. If she says please. 
<laughs> Please have sex with me. <laughs> Please have sex with me. No, you're drunk. That's not consent. You can't do it. Like that's that's, that's crazy. No good. But it's good. It's good that they have it, that rule. It is good. Um, yeah. And I I, I want to say that that's like true in the civilian world as well because um, you can't sign contracts. You can't even go get a tattoo if you're drunk. Oh, false. I have two really bad tattoos <laughs> that definitely happen while I was drunk. Not saying that there's not a tattoo artist out there who's going to say. You just have to say, sign a form that says I, you were sober. <laughs> right. I know for a yeah, fact. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I have the worst <laughs> Panama City Beach fucking spring break drunk ass tattoo in the whole world. <laughs> fair. But, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely, yeah. There's nothing worse than, like, regretful sex, so. Right, true. You know. And. To go with that, the first date is not enough time to talk about sexual history to be informed about any potential diseases they may have. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. No. And, and that's if you go so back important, to, you know, like. Yeah. And if you go back to our STD episode, one in six people have herpes. Oh, my God. That's uh, that is the exact odds. I'm gonna little nerd factor here. I know, but also it's so if, alarming every time we say yeah. it. It just is like, ugh, yikes. But if you roll a six sided dice and you're looking for a three, those are your same chances of getting herpes out there. Right, but also, am I really that stupid for always having sex with my ex boyfriends? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you know your number exactly. I know they're you know and. You know. They're clean. They're clean. It is important to know. Yeah. I might regret it later, but in a different way. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Regret comes in many forms. So, yeah. Whoa. This is a funny one to come after that. Uh, (laughs) Digression. (laughs) Sex with a stranger is not as good as someone you care about. I disagree with this one. You do? I do. I was going to say I disagree because, like, when it's one of those situations where it's my ex, it's more like hate fucking, but. <laughs> it's fair. But if I know that, like, this is a one night stand, if this is. I, I'm less. Um, uh, I'm less embarrassed about trying new things. Really? I'm. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's maybe it's quicker for me to try things that uh, might be a little more taboo. See, I'm totally the opposite. Okay, like I'm more comfortable with someone that I've had sex with before to like. Sure. Do stuff, but I, I, I think that comfortability. It's like, is this the first and last time I'm going to see you? Cool. Our comfortability is here, which is also the same is comfortability as comfortability. Even been, a word, by the way. <laughs> it is now, and it's in the Frankenary. Add it to the Frankenary. <laughs> But it's it's the same amount of comfort that I have with somebody that I've, I've been dating for three four months. You know what I mean? Like, I huh. have less. Ash- I'm not I, I'm not as ashamed to like put a finger in somebody's butt if this is the first and last time I'm going to see you. See, really? Okay, so I'm totally the opposite. Like, I'm like I like having my butt played with, but I'm not going to try like telling a new guy that. Like, it's more yeah. like if I've had sex with somebody a couple times, I'm like, by the way, it would be real cool if you would lick my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> see I, I don't know if i know that it's like the first and last time i'm gonna see you let's try it you out you don't give a shit okay i don't give a fuck all right well you know what teach they're on right yeah fair yeah that was you tsunami yeah 
Ooh, another reason not to have sex on a first date. Because you're not supposed to go into a first date anticipating sex. You probably don't have protection on you. Mm. Mm. And you should always use protection. Yes, it is a good idea on a first date if you are going to have sex. Well, whenever the first time you have sex with someone to have protection. Until you've had those conversations. Well, and that's the thing. Like, um, a couple of points ago, you know, the first date is not enough time to talk about sexual history. Right. Mm, And then when you're all in the heat of passion, you're like... You know, do you want to, is it easier to have that conversation or is it easier to put on a condom? Less awkward, put on a condom. Yep. Yeah. So if you don't have it on you because you were like, it's first date, not going to have sex, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, if you don't believe in condoms because you're Catholic, Which I did grow up Catholic. But maybe you have religious beliefs that prevent you. Well, from, and, the, and the Jesus is watching you, you know. Jesus is watching. And <laughs> if Jesus is watching, he is a total pervert because <laughs> I'm gross. <laughs> it's like that it just makes me feel weird, like Jesus jerking off in the corner somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Now he's got those holes in his in his palms. I mean, oh yikes! We won't, oh yep. boy! Oh, did you yep. stigmata masturbation joke? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> if we weren't already going to hell, that would be the moment. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh yikes! Okay. There it is. <laughs> but maybe you have religious beliefs that prevent you from having sex before marriage or what have you, and that's fine mm-hmm. too. Maybe. You can stick by that if that's what you believe. It's yeah. Not, it's not what we believe, but it's just a reason. <laughs> sure. And, you know, if you have those beliefs, cool. They're your Go own for it. and yeah. you're allowed to Do have you, them. Boo-boo. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you? Uh, another reason why you should not have sex on the first date fear of slut shaming. Now, this... I might have to ask you to, like, fill me in on this because men don't experience this. Yeah, you get like high fives the more we get high fives, right? Yeah, and listen, okay. First of all, (laughs) slut shaming is the stupidest thing in the whole wide world. Like, okay, it's jealousy. It is complete jealousy. Like that, girls will find any reason to shame each other Mm -hmm. to like, because like, not all girls, obviously. Like I, my girls are like my girls, and we just like lift each other up and. But, you know, there are many women out there who will slut shame one another, or there are men that will slut shame women out there, too. It's not just women, yeah. all women crime. But I can, I can, I can see that more, but I, I, I don't see from your perspective. Or you have like incels, like those type of dudes that are all like, oh, Ooh, yeah, 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 like she's a slut. The fucking worst. It's because they can't fucking get laid. And that is the problem is that anybody that is slut shaming you is just jealous that you are getting it in. So mm-hmm. don't listen yeah. to it. That is fucking stupid. But obviously, someone might not have sex on the first date because they're worried, you know. That people will shame them for it. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. It is dumb. Stop it. Um, I know I said fear of slut shaming, but I had you explain it because I don't know. But yeah, um, okay. also, yeah, with that, um, fear of what others might think. For sure. Like, yeah. even outside of, like, I mean, I don't know who you're telling that you have sex, but, like, 
you know, even just us sitting here on this podcast talking about it, you know, there might well, be people even, that, yeah. Yeah. Beth, uh, even though you're my best friend, there's been times that I haven't told you about people I've slept with because I was worried about what you'd think. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah. Brian, okay. Because you are the first person to be like, no, you're too good for this person. Move on. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But and I'm also, like, you tell me everything. This is revolutionary. Yeah, but also, but also like, I, I like my penis to be played with. And sometimes it's not somebody, it's not with somebody who I'm proud of. It's a moped. And it's what? <laughs> a moped. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, a moped is uh, fun to ride unless your friends see you on it. Right. Well, there was that girl from Springfield, and I think that's really when my, like, fear of telling you everything started to happen. Do you remember that? <laughs> like, you haven't told me everything since then. You're so full of lies. <laughs> <laughs> I do sit on a throne of lies. Yeah, you tell me everything. Come on, Brian. Be serious. <laughs> There's only maybe one or two people I can think of that I was like, if you were like, I had sex with them, I'd be like, damn it, Brian. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Like, even though we're best friends and we tell each other everything, we like, do. There's still things that, Secret. you know, secrets. Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've told me stuff that I'm like, if there's something you're holding back from me at this point, <laughs> 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 I might worry for you. <laughs> right. Oh, there was that one, yeah. Yeah. The T-shirt. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Still scares me. Yeah. It's okay. You're fine. You're fine, buddy. Let's right. get into the positive side of things because I need to be yes. in the defense now. The reasons to have sex on the first day. We are March, or no, we are. Um, uh, what's her name? Oh my God, I watched the uh, I watched the Eric Mendez thing that you told me to this week, and it was so good. Oh, the... Um, What's her name? What was the attorney? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, God. She was awful, though. No, she was amazing. Uh, I feel like I feel like the Menendez brothers should have gotten away with murder. Uh, okay, first of all, they were... Uh, Leslie Abramson. We, okay. are, we are Leslie Abramson now. That was okay. Eric's defense attorney. <laughs> and she was incredible. She actually got them off the first time. It was that judge that fucking blew it. Did, yeah. Do you watch the same fucking series I did, Brian? I did. Okay. Then I did. Clearly, it was not Leslie Abramson's fault. Mm. I'd like to say this is the, um, oh, damn it. What was the dream team? OJ Simpson. The Simpsons. dream team? Oh, uh, <laughs> Johnny Cochran, uh, Robert yeah. Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shapiro? Robert Shapiro, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the uh, Robert Shapiro's reasons to have sex on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> well, experts... If this won't convince you. Yeah. Nothing will. Yeah, truly, truly. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Johnny Cochran said that he would redefend the Menendez brothers any day of the week. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that part of that series? It was incredible. Yeah, I didn't finish it, no, but... Uh, so good. You missed the best part. I, after watching that first episode, they they should have gotten away with it. I think it was the also, whole... Also, I believe 100% that their parents touched them. His dad? Yes. His dad. Uh, yeah. No, I believe 
there's nobody that could put that kind of like I can tell when people are lying. I always know yeah. when people are lying. And I will tell you what, that was not a lie. That happened. Yeah. So yeah, I think anyway, not to <laughs> <laughs> The Bananas brothers are innocent. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was clearly I mean, maybe not self defense. Like you mm, don't shoot somebody and then go out for the de- yeah. yeah, it was self-preservation for sure. Okay, if you fuck a kid, you deserve to die. That's all I'm saying. Honestly. Yeah. But you don't like shoot somebody and then go out shopping and then come yeah, back do. later that day. <laughs> come back later in the evening and then call the cops. You literally don't think that's what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's what you shouldn't do. Okay. Well, the good news is I'll never kill my dad because he is the greatest. Fair. Good yeah. point. So, you're safe, Henry. <laughs> I will never kill you because I love you very much. Okay. On to having sex on the first date. I love about my dad. <laughs> okay. Experts say go for it. Go for it. Yeah. In fact, it was hard pressed to find an article against having sex on the first date. In mm-hmm. fact, new research showed that more than one-third of men found love after sleeping with their partner on the first date. And mm-hmm. 56% of women had sex with their partner on the first date. That's more Here's than the half. Thing. Not That's that the majority. It, yeah. Not that this is like a huge success story, but my ex-wife and I, we had sex on the first date. Yeah. I think... Probably every serious relationship I've had. Yeah. Not that those worked out, but you know. I mean, sex is a huge portion of a relationship. And I think the thing, the f- top three things that like married couples argue about is sex. money, sex, and kids. there's a third. Probably kids. Probably kids. So, I mean, if you're starting a relationship, you're not worried about each other's money. You're not allowed to. Right. You don't have kids together, so the only thing that is left is sex. So if you can, like, conquer that, that's one less thing you get to argue about. Yeah. Look, yeah, why wouldn't statistically you? Statistically speaking, the majority of women had sex with their partner on the first date. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Cool. Um, but contrary to popular belief... Men will not think less of you for having sex with them on the first date. Did you know that, Beth? I do now. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, 17% of women say they would think less of someone else if they slept with them on the first date, whereas only 11% of men said the same. See? So it's not about this whole, like, oh, you got what you wanted. Right. Women are more likely to think less of you than men are. Yes. So save it, ladies. How about that? (laughs) Save it, Karens. (laughs) Brittany. (laughs) Beckys. Beckys. (laughs) (laughs) You can save it. Yeah. Um, Just because you have sex with a man on the first date does not mean he's going to think think less of you. Yeah. Only, in fact, 11%. That's so little. 11% Eleven percent of men. I wouldn't even fuck eleven percent of men to begin with. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, even higher than yeah. that percentage, to be honest with you. Sure. And I mean, if you sleep with a hundred men, eleven of them are like, "Oh, I think less of you now." 
a hundred men and eleven say, "Yeah, yeah. she's not for me." She fucked me on the first day. I'd be like, yeah. "These eighty-nine dudes over here are cool with it, so bye." <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We would just be over there laughing at that fucking guy, like. Right. <laughs> it's weirdos. Anyway, similarly, forty percent of women regretted sleeping with someone on the first date, whereas only twenty-seven percent of men did. I, I think that, that that is completely accurate. I know that this is statistics that's coming from um, reports and whatnot. But, like, no, that seems to be fair to where, like, what is, what is that, two-fifths of women well, and regret I think, it? And I think that the women regret it probably because, they, again, they probably think that's the reason a guy never calls them again. And I don't feel like that's true. Is well, this my yeah, time to rant on this? That's not true. Yeah. Um, I also think a reason why a guy probably doesn't call you after having sex with you on the first date is the bullshit that you say after that. Or like the sex the, wasn't that good. Maybe the sex wasn't that good. They just didn't or, feel connected with you in that way. Right. Or maybe you said some bullshit like, ooh, I knew I had a good feeling about you. Fuck. Don't hit me with that. This is very specific, right? <laughs> is it? Is it too specific? It's a little specific. <laughs> <laughs> but like what do you say after like what does the woman say after having sex f- um on the first day what do i say uh i think yeah. your uber's here <laughs> <laughs> and then he you says i didn't move. call an uber and i'm like i did yeah the dog has you're in the dog spot get up and that's where the oh yeah that's you, <laughs> what i say after sex on the first day that's where the dog sleeps you gotta go mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> Oh my god! It's cool. And that's a that's appropriate. That's you know, it like, is appropriate. The dog does sleep there, and he does not like. Listen, it gets real uncomfortable th- if you try to fit three people. Right. Just saying. But you know, if you say something like, um, "I'm really glad that that happened. I'm really glad our relationship is starting out on this on this foot," that mm. would be a bit much for me. It's it's so much. Yeah. You know, if you can't just accept it just, for like, oh, okay. you had sex on the first date here's, because you wanted to have sex on the first date. Here's the thing. You should just shut the fuck up after sex. <laughs> like maybe, <laughs> maybe just don't say anything. That would probably be better for everyone, right? Just l- yeah. Go back and listen to our um, keeping, keep, keep, bleh. keeping them coming back. Keep them coming back, back for more. Thank you. That episode. And you can learn about. All of the hormones that are going inside of men and women. Yeah. And how you can deal with that. It's very specific, so. Yes. It's scientific research. Yes. Not just our stupid opinions, but also our stupid opinions are thrown in there, too. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So. Also, another reason to have sex on the first date is exploring your sexual compatibility can help one to determine whether or not you want to pursue a relationship with this person. So Bingo. true. Okay, how many Bingo. times? We've said it once. We've said it a hundred times. The only thing that separates you from friendship is sex. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that is like separate, like if the sex isn't good, right? Then maybe a relationship, romantic relationship with that person, is not probably going to work out. And I don't you think dig? that sex is always good the first time, but if it's like maybe awful, you're having horrible. lousy sex. No, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, 
I think you feel connected with somebody or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's, I mean, if it starts off at like a two and you think there's room for improvement. Well, I think it's okay. Going back to the whole scientific side of it where women Mm -hmm. feel like we feel bonded after sex, right? Yes. we're supposed to. So if I don't feel like, if I'm literally like, oh my God, get out of my bed. Like if I'm silently willing you to get out of my bed. Right. It's probably not going to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I do feel bonded to you and I let you stay the night, then maybe there's something there. And so, I mean, would you rather get that out of the way on the first date or would you rather wait till date four to find out that this dude's got a tiny pecker? Oh, yeah, no, that was... (laughs) I mean... Thank you for or going Or would you there, rather wait yeah, till date five that he doesn't he doesn't lick vagina? Ugh, get out of here. Ugh. See what I mean? Like, why would you want to prolong this? Right. What if they're like terrible? Like they're just like they just like pump it in you three times and they're like, like <laughs> <laughs> But really, like, do you really want to No way drag this on for date number three? Because you're afraid of being slut-shamed or no. what were the other reasons? No. No. Get this shit out of the way. Exactly. Like, In fact... Hey, it might, not, it might not be the greatest, but if it's good the first time, yeah, or it's only going to get like better. you still want to, you know, you don't want to call him an Uber. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dog can sleep in the extra room tonight. It's fine. I mean, I did get a box spring mattress now, so the bed is off the floor. It's mm-hmm. exciting. <laughs> But in my defense, when I bought that bed on Amazon, they're like, you don't need a box spring. And I was like, this is fucking full of lies. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, the bed's a lot higher now. It's harder for him to jump up. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. Okay. But also, along that same token, sex on the first date can feel liberating and exciting. Absolutely. Like, get your groove back, girl, okay? It can help you to break down the stereotypes that surround it for both yourself and those around you who are slut-shaming, okay? Uh-huh. And also, like, let's say, like, you just got out of a really shitty relationship and you want to feel good about yourself. Some dude loving all over your naked body is going to feel fucking great. So fucking do that shit, girl, okay? Why not? Yeah. It can be exciting and liberating, and it can make you feel good about yourself. Like, the one and only time I've ever cheated on anyone, and again, this is a very, very long time ago, and I would not do it again if I was not in a like, abusive relationship, which I was at the time. Like, that shit felt great. Like, it literally saved me from that shitty relationship, is having sex with someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. From an emotionally abusive relationship, so... Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and same thing for guys. I, I don't think guys have the stigma of like not having sex on the first date. I don't know. But also, like, who cares? Like, the stereotypes should have stood. Like, what is this, 19 fucking 50? Are we a Mormon right. tabernacle choir? Like, no, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. People fuck, right. okay? Well, I think, too, for a guy, like, maybe it's. It, it too is like a um oh it's a mental um positive up up thing i don't know um to where it's like yeah this woman saw me fit enough or whatever enough attractive enough to have sex on the she first day she liked my naked body yeah cool like it makes, it, it makes it, you feel good about yourself 
Yeah, absolutely. It's not this like weird sexual conquest like some women think that men are outdoing. Right. No, that's not what we're doing. We you know, I'm... we're almost the same. Like, but it's not uh oh, I get to put another notch in my bedpost. Right. No. And also there is a reason that the word fuck has become like a synonym for things that are amazing in our circle. You know, we're like, right. we're like that fucks. Like, oh, that fucks. That fucks. Like when we say that, it's because it means something is fucking rad. It, like it's cool. Like there's a reason yeah. why because fucking is fun and it's amazing and yeah. So if you just need to do it to feel good about yourself, who cares? Yeah. Also. Another reason to have sex on the first date is it could be the only part, the only good part of a sucky date. So true. <laughs> We've said this before. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you may want to have sex with someone, but never talk to them again. And you know what? That is fine. Totally okay, girl. That is okay. You know what? Like, sometimes if you're on, like, a really shitty date and, like, Buddy's really hot and, like, he opens his mouth and it's just, like, a fucking personality of a wet mop. Sure. You can be like, well, this date sucked, but then maybe you can save it by, like, getting some hot sex in. Who cares, right? Might as well. Why not? Yeah. And also, I mean, how do people have all this time to waste to where they're not having sex on the first date? How many first dates are you going on and you're, like, not taking advantage of that? I don't know. I but don't also, either. who cares what other people think? Like, as no, long no. as you feel fine with yourself, it's no one else's fucking business. Like... I was just talking to somebody about this last night. Like, it was more of like a, they were somebody that was very anti-gay. And I was like, it's none of your fucking business. Like, why do you care? Like, we were talking about their sibling being gay. And I was like, why do you care? It's none of your fucking business. Like, why are you so, the fact that you're so obsessed with who your brother has sex with is worrisome. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Like, why are you so obsessed with that idea? Like, don't be worried about who anyone else is having sex with. Because it's none of your fucking business. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So, yeah. So, you know, also, uh, if they're the one, they will stick around afterwards. This is going to be the person who's, like, excited that you had sex with them on the first date and not like, oh, they had sex with me and now i am got what I want and I'm done. Right. Which I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Is there, like, no. a guy that's like, ha ha Haha, <laughs> fooled you. <laughs> like, like an actual belt with notches in it somewhere. Like, that guy's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he probably has women locked in his basement. Right. No, if they're the one, they're going to stick around. If not, uh, they did you the biggest favor by the biggest favor ever by not calling you back. Totally. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So like, true. And, and again, with this whole timeline, like, Nobody wants to sit around and waste time dating, do they? Nobody wants to become, like, the best dater ever. Right. It's impossibly hard. And, like, yeah. So fuck them on the first date. Find out who this person is. If they call you the next day or two days or three days later, cool. Maybe there's a second date. Maybe they are the one. The truth is. If they don't. Yeah. The truth is if they aren't interested in an emotional connection with you after sex, they probably mm-hmm. weren't interested in one beforehand. Bingo. You know what I mean? Like, honestly. Right. Like, and I, yeah. You know, that would be kind of hard to like give up your um, sexuality to find out that, oh, they didn't want any type of emotional 
connection before, but if you're worried about it, the quickest way to find out is to have sex. Fuck them on the fuck them on the first day, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. But you do have to be <laughs> mindful, you know, again, going back to like the episode where we talk about what happens to women and men after sex, you know, yes. you do want to be mindful of the physical things that happen to our bodies after sex, okay? Mm-hmm. So keeping all this in mind, like women produce oxytocin after sex. So we, that is the bonding chemical that runs through your body. So after sex, women produce oxytocin. We feel bonded, okay? Mm -hmm. Men lose testosterone after sex, and they will immediately need space to build it back up again. So if you want to keep somebody coming back for more, don't be a bugaboo. Like, literally, (laughs) go back to that whole episode where we talk about this, where it's uh, keep them coming back for more. Like, literally, women will want to, like, attach and all of a sudden be like, oh, my God, we're in a relationship now or whatever. And then men will automatically feel like, oh, my God, I need personal space because their testosterone is low. So they feel like less manly, you know. And low testosterone causes like depression and Mm -hmm. anxiety and all these other things that make me make uh, make any man want to just kind of like hold themselves in and. Right. It's a recipe for disaster because women want to be closer and men want to be farther apart. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if don't be a bugaboo, like respect the fact that they are going to need space afterwards. And like, obviously, like if he comes back, then that's a good thing. And if not, then he is just a dickhead and that's fine. And he did you the biggest favor ever by not talking to you again. Yeah, and that's fair. And I, I mean, I don't want to say that like women aren't losing anything by going through this process to find out who's a douchebag and who's not. There's just but, more stigma behind ours, and that's just it. It's like sure. get rid of, get that out of your mind forever. Stop it. Yeah, it's 2020. It's the fucking future, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking future. <laughs> it's the fucking future. Like we're not in the 1950s anymore, to where you're supposed to have sex and marry the same man and be with him for the rest of your life. Seriously. That shit doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, it's not the purity ball. It's the pruity ball. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. We do need to do a, a purity ball episode. I've just been thinking about it. I'm like, we have to discuss this topic. It's eating away at me. <laughs> we might have we to. We do yeah. have to. Yeah. We can do the, you know, the contrast of what a purity ball is and what a pruity ball would be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So interesting. Cool. So what's the truth? What's the answer for sex on the first date? There Beth? is no right answer. What? Do what feels yeah. right to you. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh-huh. know what you're looking for. Like, do you want a serious committed relationship? Is that what you're after? Then you know what? Maybe holding out until after the first date might be the in your best interest, right? Sure. Yes. And then are you not looking for anything serious? Then who cares? Do whatever you want. Have sex with them if you want to. Don't if you don't. It's all That's too, up it, to you. And it's too easy. Right. It is too easy. Literally and don't let anyone else's opinion come into that decision at all. Right. And I kind of feel like, you know, if, I don't know, men out there don't expect sex on the first date. Like, be you know, right. it's better to be surprised by it anyway. Yeah. 
Um, maybe come prepared, but don't anticipate it. Don't be disappointed if it doesn't happen. For sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, if, um, I don't know, if you do have, I, I, Beth, your favorite, your, your least favorite C word comes to mind. Oh, God. With all of this. Communication. <laughs> Communication. You know, I had, uh, if you, if you talk to each other and well, how soon is too soon for you? No, there's no such thing. Right. Okay, or cool. just what are you looking for? You know, like if you're out on that, yeah. I mean, I know it's like hard to go out on that regular first Tinder date right now, but you know, if you are out on a first date and you have that discussion of like, what are you looking for? Okay. Well, you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious. Well, cool. Okay. Then fucking or don't. You know what I mean? Like, you can have right. sex with him and enjoy that time, and that's fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And then if you don't want to, then don't, you know? Then don't. And I, I'll tell you, like, no male out there. Maybe there are some males out there, but, like, most males understand that it's not going to happen on the first date. Yeah. And aren't going to be disappointed in that. Right. Yeah, so don't ever let anyone, like, con you into it also. No. Yeah. True. True, true. Cool. Cool. Love it. That was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a good topic. I love to talk about it. I, I always encourage people to do what makes them, what feels good and what feels right. Do and never you, mind boo-boo. these, like, it's like a very, yeah, never mind these, scene. like, yeah, these three date fucking uh, standards. Like, you're really missing out if you're putting a number on it. Right. Honestly. Yeah. You're, you're totally fucking up the, Organic nature of a relationship. You are. Yeah. But if the first date is not for you, like, I, I, I kind of feel like with the technology that we have with dating and the amount of communication that we have. Yeah. I just say trust your second gut. Second date is good. My gut has never been wrong. Sure. In 39 yeah. years on this earth, my gut is always right. Yeah. So trust it. Nobody's going to make you, you know? Right. All right, Brian. Are you ready for our new favorite segment? Oh, yes, I am. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Um, what the Frank? It is the What the Frank? What the Frank? Tinder profile of the week. And we should say online dating profile of the week. Yeah. Mine. Yeah, I like it. Do you want me to go for I'll go first. Yeah, go first. Mine comes from my beautiful, lovely sister, Jane. And um, this Jane lives in Seattle, Washington, and she sent me this specifically for the What the Frank Tinder profile of the week. (laughs) It is sure a whole lot of What the Frank. Okay. This is Juan. He is 38 years old. He says, I came to Seattle looking to see if it is true that all liberal girls here will date a minority like me. Oh, brown, that's a good angle. <laughs> brown face emoji. <laughs> I was told this sanctuary city will welcome me with arms wide open, regardless of my color, and most liberal girls do not like white guys. White face emoji. Oh. They want a minority guy and a minority baby. Oh. So I'm here taking my chances at the Granola City. Shrugging emojis, white guy twice. If you don't like me, you are a racist bigot. Oh. 
There it is. <laughs> <laughs> what the Frank? What the Frank? Oh my okay. god. I I kind of like admired this guy's angle from the start. Right. I see where you're going with this one. Also And I Yeah. I like it. However, mm, if you don't date me, maybe you're not that maybe liberal. Maybe you're racist. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah. Oh, is there more? No, no, no. I'm just like, whoa, okay. hold on. Yeah, well, it's like, whoa. Yeah, wait, wait. yeah. It's like, you know, he's easing into it at first. But then all of a sudden he's like, this is the shaming at the end. Like, if you don't like me. Right. You're oh, racist. If you don't date me. You you must have voted for Trump. Also, they want a minority guy in a minority baby. Excuse me. Hmm. When that happen? No, not everybody no. wants a baby one, especially not in your dating age range. Just saying. <laughs> You're thirty-eight. Hmm. What the Frank? Yeah. Also, he calls it Sanctuary City and Granola City. Granola City Which one probably is a little more accurate. <laughs> This is Seattle. Fucking crunchy as fuck. Okay. Cool, cool. This is an old one that I saved. Are you ready? So ready. This comes from Gem B84. I'm a hopeless romantic, loyal to a fault, and I need affection. I attend church every Sunday. I am able, which is most. Oh. Oh. Okay. My friends my friends are important to me as they are my family. I love animals and would love a small homestead. <laughs> I'm very handy. <laughs> I'm very attractive physically and I enjoy the outdoors. Love my dogs. I'm not clingy. I will tell you what I need and if it's not working no hard feelings life is too short to be with someone that doesn't work for you i'm i'm driven in my career i love to travel and have been many places there's no two in there i've been many places (laughs) okay i plan to get my motorcycle license this summer if you're not a godly man that like i'm sorry yeah, no, if you're not a godly man that likes to have fun with a good sense of morals, please pass on by. <clears throat> she sounds like a cool youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of what's it, Psalm Alone. Psalm Alone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cool youth pastor. Like, like she wears, like, she definitely wears, like, <sighs> trucks and, like, flannel shirts. Yeah. I mean, she's going to get her motorcycle license this summer. She tells you she's physically attractive, FYI. Which is weird. Which is weird. Um, the things that I don't like about this, we've talked about, like... Besides everything. Don't have... Yeah, it's like everything. But don't have, like, hard lefts on your profile. Like, yeah. if if you're not a godly man, well, well, come on. Like, I'm excluded. However... Right. What is like the... Um, what is a godly man? Right. And what is a godly man to you? And, and what is a godly man to me? That seems... I know there's a term for it. I can't think of it. Mm, secular? Uh, yeah. Um, but what? The Frank? It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Also, there was the whole... I don't know if you caught on to it. Um, I enjoy the outdoors. 
I like travel. Oh, the <laughs> generic. I'm sure adventure is in here the somewhere. Classic generic, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, the motorcycle <laughs> is basically I'm adventurous, yeah. Yeah. God, it's I like so, travel, yeah, it was, adventure, food. All right, I was like, I've heard this profile somewhere. Oh, meaning like in every single fucking generic profile I've ever heard before. This is the problem. Like, and I was going through Tinder today to look for a, a fresh one, but I'm telling you, maybe. 20% of women leave a profile. That is so crazy to me. But and 20%, also, this ain't Christian Mingle, sis. Go over there if that is what you are looking for. Right. You're going to be on Tinder. Like, I know Tinder has the stigma and all that other stuff. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But if you're going to be that hard for someone who's religious, go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. This might maybe Christian Mingle is the site for you. Yeah. Plenty of fish has nothing to do it, with, like, no, it, the Jesus fish. No. As a matter of fact, no. if anything, it's quite ugly here. It is like, do you hate yourself? <laughs> do you have crippling drug addiction? Specifically right. to meth and uh, <laughs> daddy issues. Uh, this would be the yeah. same for you. No fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. That's our What the Frank profile of, profile of the week. Of the week. Yeah. So, I have a couple of shout-outs. Cool. One, it is Mother's Day. It is. So, big shout-out to all the mamas and mm-hmm. the daddies that are single daddies that are doing the mama and the daddy thing. Yeah. And to my I stepmom, like Jane, because she's a fucking awesome person, and I love her. Number two, I have not told you that. Did I tell Oh, maybe I told you this. Maybe I didn't. Do you remember the guy that ghosted me on fucking 4th of July last year? Yes. He fucking Facebook messaged me to apologize for doing that almost a year later. Okay. That was it. It was just a nice apology. Interesting. Yeah. Just how I'm really I reached out to somebody that, that I kind of... fucked up on me. And I was like, wow, that was cool of you to do that. So... Thank you, Cameron, for apologizing. We're not yeah. going to go out anymore or anything like that, but it was real cool to do that. So you never know. Sometimes people can be sorry for doing those type of shitty things. Well, I recently, maybe in the last three weeks, apologized to somebody that I ghosted. Um, she was not nearly as cool about it as you were. For real? For real. What? Like, it, it, it would have been better off for me to just disappear no way i was so like i was really i was wowed that that happened i mean you never know and you but the thing about it is like the whole thing about apologies and forgiveness like hey look i said i i'm sorry to kind of get this off of my chest um right listen like here's the thing it's not like i don't know what his intentions were by doing that but the fact of the matter is, is that he said, hey, you know what? I just want to say that I'm really sorry. That was Well, good really for you. And, you know, I'm yeah. sorry for doing that. Cool. I said, you know what? Hey, that's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Like, I really yeah. actually appreciate that. It was real cool of you to do that. No, I, again, I'm never going to go out with the guy again. But it does like, that was like, I was like, well, wow, and shout outs to you for not being, um, you know, a, a, a total C word for, yeah. For, uh, f- Cunt about it, yeah, no. 
But I mean, that's just it. It's like if someone's yeah, I don't even think it was a year. It was just don't be a dick about it. I mean, on my side, it was maybe maybe a month. It was just kind of like, oh, look, things came up. Here's how this happened, and this happened, and weird kind of twist. Like I was talking, and I didn't know this at the time, but I was talking to her and her friend at the same time, and I was. So I kind of like withdrew from both oh, because I thought yikes. I thought that it was the the right thing to do. Oh, that's smart. And then I went and I apologized. Like, I think here's what right happened. I was talking to you and your friend at the same time. Didn't realize it until I decided to Facebook stalk you. Like, and then just wow. totally got shit on. So, yeah, away. No way. Well, you know what? You can deal with things one of two ways. Yeah. But I don't feel bad about it now. I apologized. And if she accepted it, that's her thing. If she didn't, I I still apologized. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, good for you, Brian. And good for you, Cameron, for apologizing to me. So, guys, if you have someone to apologize to, go ahead and do it. It's okay. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Your conscience will feel better, and she might feel better, too, like I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like it. Those are good shout-outs. For sure. I've got <sighs> nothing else. I have to pee so bad. I literally don't either. Actually, I just saw something really crazy come through my phone. So, we have got to get off this show. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, happy Mother's Day, you little Franks and Beanies. And take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> <laughs>